Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another episode of the Cast Podcast. I'm Michelle McCall. <sighs> Yo, it's that Seal Roper. And it's producer Pat on the call on the mic. Let's go, baby. We're talking blues hockey today. We wrap up the Super Bowl. The Chiefs won. Roper, producer Pat, and we're going to have our buddy Bryce on to talk a little waste management, PGA. And then we talk about the Battle Hawks, first game this Sunday. Are we excited? Dude, very excited. Can't wait to talk about it. Cardinal spring training. And Cardinal spring training as well. And then, as always, we wrap things up with OTR OT, so stay tuned. Oh, you're also forgetting St. Louis City as well. Oh. We have another weekend for them, right? Yeah, but we're going to talk about the away kit dropping tomorrow. Ooh. Away kit dropping tomorrow. Mm. And Roper may have seen a leak, and I think. Not knows. seen, but heard. Rumblings. Rumblings. Okay. <laughs> All right. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And joining us for some blues talk this week, we have Blues fan base with 1,700 Twitter followers. How's it going, Blues fan base? Good. How are you guys? Oh, it's good to have you on. Uh, yes, sir. We, we wanted to reach out to our, blue, our fellow Blues community, and I, my producer, Pap, you know what? We thought, where is it? And it's on Twitter. It's with Leah. It's with Blues fan base. It's with, it's with uh, Chief Beruve. So I reached out to all of them. Is Hitch's hat still on Twitter? Is Hitch's hat? Hitch's hat. I don't know. Remember that one? Oh yeah. He, he, I think he changed his name. Yeah. What's oh, his name now? Do you know his name? Or no? I do not. Ghost of Hitch's hat or something. Maybe I don't know. He 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 makes some puns. Um, he used to be the go-to Twitter account back in like 2000 and what 14, 15. Oh <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, that's when Twitter was popping. Now Twitter's just all everything. Everything. <laughs> uh, but uh, we wanted to just dive into Blues Talk while we while while we have the Blues fan base Twitter account with us. So we had two Blues games after the All Star game. Blues beat the Coyotes on Saturday night right. last week without Shaker. And then we just beat the Florida Panthers. Who were very disinterested, it seemed like. Maddie Kachuk was in town. Did he score any? Well, that, well. He, assist, he assisted one. Might have, been okay. one of the, uh, might have been one of the goals that ESPN didn't even show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got some hot takes on that. <laughs> I, that believe did, I believe he broadcast. did that wraparound on one of the goals, the passing in front, and it just kind of was an unlucky goal on Bennington that just kind of snuck under his pad. Was that early in the game or late in the game? Uh, I don't remember. I just I can see the replay perfectly in my head. I, I forgot exactly when it was. Because the Blues were in control pretty much the whole game, right? Yeah. They got that lucky, lucky goal. The, the first Tuesday, one the, off the backboard. The lucky that was Tuesday, the right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Panther game. Yeah. That's what we're talking first. Oh, okay, yeah. They got the Krug bounce, and then they got uh, the Shenner two goals. That was a good wrister. Yeah. Sh- Shen has just got that great breakaway shot that you can't beat boys let me ask you do the blues look like they're about to pop off a 10 game win streak right now <laughs> what do you think they look like they're in form blues fan base well, they, they definitely yeah ever since we ironically ever since we got rid of tarasenko it's just the wheels you know like we've gotten back on track and we you know the fire started i think we're, we're in two games we've gotten 11 goals so i mean i mean things are we're we're starting to heat up a little bit here. Yeah, that's a good and it's one. weird because we're we're not a home team type of team. We're not a home team type of team. We love we love doing well on the road for whatever mm-hmm. reason, and now it's now it's flipped. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think uh, with Tarasenko being shipped out, it's given more players more playing time as well. Yeah. Speaking of more playing time, do you think Jake Neighbors gets more now that Sodder's out? Probably. I think so. I, <clears throat> I think he's got. I think he's got the skill um, and the experience to you know play on this level and stay here. Uh, you know, on the roster. Yeah. On the, you know, the full roster. Uh, he's definitely got that. I think. I think he's. I think he's got what it takes. I, I like seeing him around. I think he does. I think he does well. Um, and I don't think it really bothers him too much going back and forth. I think he kind of understands like that's kind of that's kind of his role. But I think it also gives him motivation, you know, to to play harder when he has that opportunity with the Blues, so mm-hmm. that he can earn that you know that full roster spot and stay there, you know, like for the upcoming season or whatever whatever it may be. Fan base, I was saying in our in our earlier podcast, I see a lot of Jaden Schwartz comparison with Jake Neighbors. What would you say to that? I think there's, I think there's a, some similar, I think there's some sim- similarities there. Obviously, each player has their own technique and you know skill set that they like to go to and what they like to do and stuff. But yeah, I think there's definitely some similarities there. That's what I like. That's what I like seeing in him. You know, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a top six player. Both short, smaller guys. Got the gumption. Yeah, it can't be. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a broad comparison, Shaw over there. <laughs> hey, a little guy with gumption is what a team needs. We uh, also have the trade deadline coming down or coming up soon. Um, we've I've heard uh, according uh, to some STL radio sources that uh, Pareko and Krug have been uh, talked about because yeah. uh, GMs are getting you know. Antsy? Yeah, because they don't know if they'll get Shakerin or Carlson, so they got to look for... Alternatives? Alternatives, yeah. Why would we trade a defenseman? We have no, no one I else. I mean, I'm, I'm saying... So they're just calling Doug and saying, trading, hey? Or, yeah. If Pareko <laughs> or Krug get traded, it's a five-year minimum rebuild. Because we have no defensemen. Our next defenseman prospects are Scotty P. Is he a top-two defenseman? I don't think so. And Tyler four. Tucker. Tyler Tucker projects as a top six at best. Yeah, we already traded me. Matthew Kessel there. looks pretty good in Springfield right now for the Thunderbirds. Yeah. He could maybe be a top four. <laughs> he could be the player Pareko never could, potentially. I'm hoping Scotty P is the player that we needed Krug for. <laughs> fun fact, Scotty P, only Hopi Baker winner to ever play for the Blues. Wow, that is a fun fact. Uh, and then Barbie's probably getting traded because... Yeah, he's hopefully top line minutes get some more value. You guys think we'll get a draft like first round pick for him? I would be very surprised if any team in the NHL would trade a first round pick for Barbashev. I mean, he's <laughs> not a tip, top six player. That's true. Tarasenko only went for one first round pick, yeah, and then a just... third. I mean, if we could get a first round pick for Barbashev, that would be a steal, and I think Army would be one of the best GMs in the league. Fan base. Yes. Uh, what do you think about Barbashev? You think he's getting traded? <laughs> um, I I don't think he gets traded. I don't know. I just I think I think Armstrong likes him too much to trade him. Which um, I think the reason a lot of the reason you know besides you know Ter- Tarasenko because uh, I know Tarasenko and uh, Barb's are really good friends. They're always hanging out. Uh, you know, off the ice. But I think you know the, one of the big reasons besides the injury situation with Tarasenko, I think. Um, based on looking at these last few games, I think 
it kind of just he affected team chemistry overall. You know, once that injury thing happened, then I think he was just toxic to the locker room. Um, but I, I know I, I like Barbashev, and I, I think he's gonna stay. I think, I think Pareko and Krug are, are may potentially O'Reilly are, are in the hot seat more than Barbashev. So you think O'Reilly has more of a likely chance of getting traded than Barbashev? I don't know. I I go back and forth on this a, a lot, just because it, it's kind of hard too, just because O'Reilly was injured and stuff. So it, that makes it a little bit more of a difficult discussion mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, <laughs> lots of difficult decisions for Army to make. When's the trade deadline? Hey, uh, it's got a month, right? March fourth or something. March third. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it's beginning. beginning March. March. I think it's March like thirteenth, fifteenth. Hold on, I will look that up. But. Uh, Fan base, we wanted to talk about like how you kind of got your following, honestly, on Twitter. Yeah, when did you start? Yeah, what was your blow up tweet? Uh, I think, I think my blow up tweet was just, I can't really pinpoint which one. Um, I just kind of, I, I originally created this Twitter account with my uh, club soccer team when I was in high school, and then over time, like we just kind of parted ways, and I started following the Blues, and I just kind of made it into like a. Uh, a fan account for hockey and then i've just kind of started meeting people along the way just started making connections with people and then over time i think what's kind of really started getting me a lot more followers was i started giving away uh blues tickets occasionally um if you look at my pinned tweet on twitter i think a lot of people got excited got kind of laughed at uh nhl 17 when i when they basically like recreated myself in like the fan section of the video game and I never got like any endorsements or anything from that. I was kind of—I mean, I was more laughing than mad, but yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, backtrack. You got put into a the video game. Yeah, if you look at my pinned tweet on my Twitter account, there's a picture on the left side. There's a picture of an animated like Blues fan in the stands, and then on the right side is me having—I uh, had glass seats to a Blues Hawks game, uh, which we wanted a shootout at that game, but. Tell me that's not me. I mean, it's literally what I tweeted. For those yeah. of you listening at home, you can find his Twitter page and it is his pinned tweet at the top. Yeah. But it's him dressed as like half blue face, half yellow face. The classic old style. I, I mean, I used to do that as a kid. The blues fanatic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, 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 how, how often do you go to games? It's a lot harder now. Um, like every time we're in Colorado, so it, I usually since I since I moved out of St. Louis, I usually go to about like maybe like five games a season. Um, I have a I have a connection with this guy that has season tickets at Center Ice, so I usually cop those off off him when he's not you know going to a game. Other than that, I'll just buy tickets on my own and go anyways. Um, I've gone. I went to the Blues game uh, here in Denver back in November when we won, um, and then two days later, the Blues were in town. Road because they were like it was like a road trip like Vegas to Colorado then Chicago. I went to the I went to the game in Colorado and then two days later that morning I flew up to Chicago and went to that game and got like uh, seats down by the ice behind uh, the Blackhawks net and we won that game as well. So that was a good little road trip I made for myself. Do you remember what year that was? This year. Oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How many NHL rinks have you been to? Um. I, um, so United Chicago, Denver, uh, St. Louis, obviously, 
And uh, I, I don't know if you count it, but I went to the Winter Classic up in Minnesota for Target Field. We're counting. We're, We're counting, counting that. That's a rink. <laughs> they created a rink, but they, but it's a rink. Yeah. <laughs> was awesome. that cold as shit? Oh my god, it was. It was almost. It was borderline miserable. Like, if it wasn't, if I wasn't there for hockey, like Blues hockey, I, I wouldn't have done it. But it was. It was what was it like negative nine degrees? Was like where was it actually at? But it was like a wind chill of like minus twenty. So like oh I bought hot chocolates. Like they froze within like twenty minutes. People's beers <laughs> were frozen. Yeah, they Everybody had a warm like, beer. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. was like taking turns going to the bathroom to huddle up and get warm. It was it was crazy, but I'm, I'm so glad I I'm so glad I went. I'm so glad that we won because that was borderline <laughs> miserable. Oh my god, what would have happened with? We would have lost. Jordan uh, Kyrie lost. Yeah, that would have been just pain and <laughs> suffering for the next few days coming back, especially all the money I spent. Yeah. And um, I heard that Bennington actually had like soup inside his water bottle, or like some sort of like broth. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, chicken broth, so his gear wouldn't freeze on the ice. Oh my god, little tricks for the for the cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I actually also had a blow-up tweet uh, back in the Stanley Cup final against the Bruins. Um, I tweeted a picture of the Golden Brett flipping the bird at the Boston Bruins bench. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that one, it went around. It was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that did go around. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, Blues fan base. Uh, what'd you think of the ESPN broadcast? We wanted to get into that. We have a big Roper rant. He's ready. He's amped, ready to roll. We just wanted to hear your rant on it a little bit. Well, like they say, when you crack open your beers, let's go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it, to me, it just sounded like, a, like I was listening to like a high school broadcast, honestly, is what it sounded like. And then, like, because, you know, a lot of people don't have ESPN Plus or they don't have Hulu, so a lot of people couldn't watch the game. But in the um, in the midst of, like, you know, us getting ready to score a goal, um, they went to, like, some sort of, like, I think they went to, like, some sort of commercial or some sort of, like, tribute to something uh, at the time. I was kind of busy walking around my uh, apartment, so I, I didn't really, I kind of missed it, to be honest. But that's what I heard is that they went to, like, some sort of commercial or, or some sort of tribute at the, at the moment that we scored a goal. But, you know, that's all fine and dandy, but, like, why do it in the middle of a play? Like, yeah, what the hell? No, I, like, yeah, we didn't even get to see one of the goals. It, and I remember we were at the bar watching it, and, they, like, at the start of the game, it turned, like, it was, you know that screen, like, when it's a commercial break, it says, oh, your event's in a commercial break, or your event starts. Yeah. It, then it finally turned on, and it was already, like, in the 17th minute, in the first period. So we missed, like, the first, like, three yeah i don't know how espn could even broadcast that way <laughs> like you had to pay for that one that was espn plus i know and you have to pay for it tonight's game is on regular espn and they decided let's put women's college basketball on beforehand and then make the blues start an hour later <laughs> hey it's prime time for colorado <laughs> yeah fan base it's seven o'clock your time there Got a little lucky there. <laughs> yes, it's not, it's not too bad. Yeah, well, you you normally get what the six o'clock start. Yeah, six o'clock start. So it's yeah. right right there at time. So I get my dinner, I sit down, and I'm ready to watch. Yeah, that's uh, nice for Western Conference games when you're like in San Jose or LA. I know it's not, it sounds so miserable. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's can't t- watch those 9.30 games in Seattle or Vancouver. They don't finish till 1 a.m. local time sometimes here. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've had a few work trips, you know, that take me on to the East Coast. And sometimes, you know, sometimes there'll be Blues games. And, you know, it's like it's like midnight or like 11 p.m. And we're starting this, just starting the second period. It's like, dude, I got to get some sleep. No, yeah, I definitely have uh, sympathy for the Eastern Conference teams, especially when they play over in the Western Conference. Like, if you're like a Pittsburgh Penguins versus the L.A. Kings, like you're not even getting a game till what, like 10 p.m.? Well, that was the biggest reason the Red Wings wanted to move out of the Western Conference and move back to the East, because they're in the Eastern Time Zone in Detroit, and all their games in against the Blues, against Colorado, San Jose, those were all late. Oh, it's and it's always brutal for like the first round of playoffs because the Blues seem to always get fucked with like eight thirty local time starts. It's annoying. And that's just greedy. That's the NHL wanting to broadcast as many games as possible. They make all the central teams like Minnesota, Dallas, Chicago, Nashville, St. Louis. They make them start home games at 8.30 or 9 o'clock on weekdays. That really pisses me off in the playoffs. Yeah, I feel bad for any of like the grade school fans out there, any kids that they can't even stay up and watch playoffs. Like That sucks. What about you, fan base? What was the latest Blues game that you've been to? I think the last Blues game I went to was the one in Chicago. Um, I was trying to get some, you know, against this, these games, um, against the Devils tonight, and then previously against the Panthers. I was supposed to be in St. Louis, but I decided to stay in Colorado because I was trying to get tickets to one of those games, but didn't work out, so I just decided to stay here. You guys remember the playoff series against Chicago? can't remember what year. But Blues won game one at home in triple overtime. Steiner, longest Blues game in history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember faintly. I was at that one. I was at that one as well. The wraparound goal? No. That was against LA. LA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This one was against Chicago in the first round. I was at game seven, uh, first round against Chicago, where. Um, Troy Brower? What's his face? Troy Brower scored that third oh. goal. Troy yeah. Brower almost missed second, that wide second chance. That goal. <laughs> I was I was I was up I was like up in the mezzanine um, where the blue shoot twice and where I was, I saw that and I, my heart just dropped when he missed the first shot. In the second and kind of like the third, he was like falling. Finally got it. That was a good series. That was the one they finally beat Chicago though. Yeah, when I went to the box office for that series. Um, I wanted game one or whatever it was. And the lady said, yeah, all we have is game seven. I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And uh, eventually we went to game seven. I'm like, all right. It went, it was, I guess I got, I'm glad I got this ticket. Hey, Blues uh, fan base, let me ask you before we wrap up here. Do you think the Blues have any sort of chance of making the playoffs this year? Even if it's slim. Even if, <clears throat> excuse me, even if it's slim. We're looking at the, um, Looking at the standings right now, we're we're like what, like a little un, a little over, um, you know, ten points, like thirteen points away from a playoff spot or well, a wild, wild card, card spot, I guess. Yeah. Um. No. Sounds like so, sounds I mean, like a no. It's it's, it's 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 slim, but I mean, we're playing well right now, and there's still a lot of games left for you know playoff wise. I th- I think I think there is a slim chance that we can make it. I mean, I'm sorry, I was for the long silence. I was just looking at the standings. I think there's a slim chance we can make it. It's just I don't know. I don't think we can get 
past the second round or further than that. Um, do I want to make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I'm a competitive. I'm a you know, I'm an growing up, I was an athlete. I'm very competitive in general, so I like to do the best we can. Um, but that's just that's just me. I think I think we have a possibility to make the playoffs. You know, trade there's the trade deadline still coming, so anything can happen there. That could totally change things for this team. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We appreciate your we'll your thoughts, Blues fan base. We appreciate you yeah, joining thank us you. talking hockey. Yeah, we love talking hockey. As you probably hear from our previous episodes, we always start with hockey. But uh, Blues fan base, it was great having you on. Uh, give us a listen. This episode should come out Friday. So mm-hmm. um, we hope to have you on for future episodes as well. I, I hope so too. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for letting me come on and talk hockey. I don't really get get a chance to, uh, especially isolated here in Colorado now. I don't get a chance to talk with people about hockey that often. So it's it's and, you know it really uh, makes my day when I get to talk with people from St. Louis, talk about hockey and stuff like that. It really really puts me in a good mood. Um, but yeah, Friday I'll definitely. I already got I already have uh, family and friends lined up that want to hear it. So I even have a, uh, some friends uh, out in Scotland. I want to hear it, so I'm sending, sending it to them. Oh, 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 oh yeah, we're going more worldwide. We have a very, very loyal fan from Belgium. <laughs> but we have a theory that it may just be the guy who, who works, has to listen. Who is forced to listen to it for his job. <laughs> 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 but uh, thank you, Flu- Blues fan base, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. So joining the pod now, we have one of our great friends. He lives up in Wisconsin. His name's Badger Bryce. How's it going, Bryce? Hey, boys. Pleasure to be on the pod. Thanks for having me. Hey, Bryce, I had a question. Are the Wisconsin Badgers, is that the same type of badger as a honey badger, or is that different? Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, the reason I asked was because I watched this cool YouTube video of a honey badger taking on three leopards at once <laughs> and it got away surprisingly but <laughs> so to be honest i thought you were talking about the honey badger like uh what's the dude's name from lsu uh matthew Ty- yeah tyron yeah, matthew tyron Ty- Ty- i thought you were talking about him i'm gonna be honest i don't know what a honey badger is <laughs> I've done it, but... badger don't give a fuck they live in africa Honey Badger don't give a fuck. You guys don't know about that video? Badger don't give a shit. Badger don't give a shit. I've seen that video. But no, hey, it's it's a pleasure to be on here with you guys. I've I've been following from the start. Obviously, you guys are three of my best friends, and I've been supporting the pod since day one. And we appreciate it. Yeah, you're hired. I'm I'm just I'm just so happy to so happy to be here. Some of those fire tweets that you see in the Lucas account do come from Bryce. Yeah, he hey, is. Our... How was uh, how, how was what was it like St. Louis Blues fan account? How was how was he on there? Oh, he was fantastic. Well, once, once you listen to this episode, you'll hear him before you come on. But he's pretty good. He's an interesting guy. He lives out. We in uh, we are we are joining the community, as they say. Yeah, <laughs> is he so? So I was looking at this because I'm not, I mean, you guys know this, but just for the viewers, I'm not like a huge, like blues fan. I I don't really have a hockey team, but I always check up on the blues. 
I I was looking before coming on here. The Blues were like they're basically five hundred, aren't they? Yes. Yes, we are yeah, twenty five and twenty five. That's not a playoff team in the NHL, though. But well, okay, far from that's, it. That's 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 my thing. Is is when I was listening to previous podcasts. In my head, I was like, oh, this team is the worst in the league. You guys made it seem like they were like the worst team in the league. We have high expectations for the Blues, Bryce. And I get that. I understand that. But, like, they're right there. They're like a a four-game winning streak away from being in the playoffs. No. No, that's what I'm saying. If the Blues can pop off a 10-game win streak, like I know they can in the spring, we have a good chance of making playoffs, I think, if we get hot. We are we are playing a top team right now, so we just get hot. We can win this baby. <laughs> and and Shaw Shaw, I I think before I came on, correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I did my research. I did my research. I think I saw that they're on a two game winning streak. Yes, correct. Is yeah. that right? It was so, against a chickenless so, Coyotes, and a... so we're like. We're like eight games away from Sean McCall being back on. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. And it would not be surprising at all. The Blues have been streaky all year. They started the year winning, or no. they lost seven in a row, and then they won eight, in a eight row. or nine in a row. And then they lost. Yeah. But we don't talk about the beginnings. We just talk about now. We keep moving forward. Well, I, I've got one more thing to say. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know how relevant this is, but um, I am not a huge hockey fan just because, like, my home state doesn't have an NHL team. A shot but at the Milwaukee Admirals. The Blues. <laughs> the Blues. Well, the Milwaukee Admirals are the minor league of Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AHL's got some but, quality entertainment. But I, I, I will say that the only NHL game I've ever been to was friend of the program. Shout out Schrader. He took me to my first ever NHL game, and it was a Blues game. And it was the year that they won the cup, but I think it was like December or January. <laughs> when we were in class. So, like, everyone was sitting down on them. They were like the worst team in the league. Ryan O'Reilly hit a game winning, in overtime, hit a game winning shot to win it all. Who were they playing? To win the game. And I was just like, and ever since then, I'm like, Okay, I don't have an NHL team, but if I were to have an NHL team, it would be the Blues because that was a lot. We love to hear it. Do you know who they were playing? They were. I, I'm almost positive that they were playing the Colorado Avalanche. Wow. wow! Big team, divisional tilt. Um, Badger Bryce. I mean, I'm sure we can go back and go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. Uh, we just wanted to change a little topic here we've we've talked a lot about the blues so so we wanted to change a little topic uh what did you think of the the waste management coming up or last weekend that's one of my favorite golf events of the year yeah i mean you can't get better than 17 when people are literally 
screaming. Like, if you don't hit the green, these boys are booing you. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I think I won 16, though, right? Like, it's, so, it's so far away from, like, what golf, quote-unquote, like, golf... Etiquette? Etiquette is. And so I always say, like... To a lot of my my friends, and I'm sure there's some viewers out there who are they want to get into golf, but maybe the production isn't as great as they want it to be. I always say, just watch the waste management because that tournament is so electric. Like if you don't hit the green, like people are screaming in your backswing. Like it, it's it's as close to like a major american sport as you're going to get within the, the golf industry um and it was a great finish i mean scheffler finished first he went back to back he got it two straight titles huge names on the board i mean i mean star started names were there um it, it was an it was an awesome production and we are coming up on, I think, seven weeks away from the Masters. So we are coming up on kind of like the, the, the peak season of, of golf. Who, who's your favorite for the Masters this year? That's a loaded question. Um, I mean, you can't discount John Rahm. He's been one of the greatest. I mean, he's been absolutely on fire. The Masters... You need to be good around the greens. You have to be good around scrambling. But also, I think an underrated thing about the Masters is you have to be good with your approach play. Um, and and John Palm has done that. Scotty Scheffler is right up there. If you want a sleeper pick, and I know Pat's going to love this. I'm going to absolutely dig it in, baby. <laughs> JT Ricky Fowler. Oh, Ricky! Ricky! <laughs> and like Ricky Fowler has, he's kind of found a fountain of youth. Yeah, did he, did he find his game? I'll be the first to admit that I have slandered Ricky Fowler, but he's he has been back, like. He got a new co- I I've been li- reading up on Ricky. I've been reading up on Ricky, and uh, he has a new coach that's been ch- changing his swing. So, uh, and I have noticed like his he's got a shorter swing. Really? Yeah. So, uh, big yeah, I, big coming up. Lots of DraftKings matchups coming up too. Yeah. Speaking of DraftKings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, myself and STL Roper have a, a fun little group going, and we've got we're going hard for Max Homa this week. Yeah, I don't know one if that's what we want to hit on, but uh, Roper, STL Roper, and I, we we're, we're right there. I mean, we're right there in this pool. Hell yeah, we are one and done. Max Homa, the S or the Twitter guy, the Twitter bro. <laughs> um, I want to. I want to know what what Sean McCaw thinks about this. Uh, the the golf season heating up. 
Let me tell you, I've been warming up on the Wii Golf. <laughs> been getting my swing ready indoors before all the snow melts. And then when spring comes, look out, I'll be hitting the driving range. The real driving range. <laughs> AKA Top Golf. Uh, what about just, having like what about having like in May a little a little Lucas podcast golf outing? Ooh, oh, that would be fun. You know what? Golf is one of the best sports to take away the whole day. So you can't make any other plans. You're just gonna say, "I'm playing golf today." We're playing 18 because that's gonna take up what, like three, four hours? Yeah. No, I. I, I, wanna, I, yeah. I would love for us to go to uh, Ooh, a golf course gash. up yeah. in Spencer T. Owen, take a Saturday. Uh, Spencer T. Owen's a golf course up in Alton, Illinois. And I'd love to go up and have a morning round with the boys. And uh, after the round, head over to Fast Eddie's Bon Air and drink there with the boys after post-game round and have a round of beers with the boys and Fast Eddie's because I don't think us as a group have all been there yet. Fast Eddie's is a East Side staple. It is. I mean, you hear it all over the broadcast. <laughs> yes. I, I, I will say this, Shaw, like, especially for if you're not good at golf, like if you have a golf outing, the great thing about it is it's, I mean, if you're on an outing, it's at least four and a half hours. So if you're not good at golf, you can just be like, F this, I'm going to go, I'm just going to drink. Like, I'm just going to get drunk and be outside and have a good time. But then there's like the entire other side of the spectrum where there's dudes who think that they can actually compete and they're like, we need a birdie every single hole. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's honestly electric because a golf outing, you're just like, you've got two different sides, probably three. You've got one side who's someone in the middle, and then you've got one side who's like uber competitive, and then you've got one side that's like, F this, I'm just going to... See if I can drink 18 beers or 18 rolls. <laughs> yeah, and um, also with the golf season coming up, uh, also spring training is about to start heating up. Uh, Badger Bryce, you got any thoughts on uh, Corbin Burns and Milwaukee Brewers arbitration drama going on today? I do have thoughts. I don't know if I'm ready to dispute those thoughts yet. I'm I'm still processing. Well, well, let's um, just let's just right recap here. the video here. We had Burns basically slashing the Milwaukee Brewers upper management, the front office. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with the situation. Can you guys fill me in? Yeah. So basically, uh, Corbin Burns had an arbitration. Uh, meeting with the front office and the front office basically blamed Corbin Burns for not for the Brewers not making the playoffs last season. Am I correct, Bryce? Yes. And let me just say this. I, I'm trying not to have a rubber rant because <laughs> this is your show and I'm a guest. No, have have your own Roper rant. Come on. We need a Badger Bryce rant. 
Should, should we get a, a belligerent Bryce right now? <laughs> belligerent Bryce. I, I just have to say, this team kills me, in fact. They kill me. Because from age, what, four? I think my first Brewer baseball game, and I won't be drunk, but my first baseball game is on like four or five. Four years old to like 13 years old. If we don't lose a hundred games, we're throwing a parade. <laughs> don't, don't lose a hundred games. All of a sudden, David Stearns comes in and he goes, "You know what? No one's willing to spend money, but we're going to go out there and we're going to get the best prospects." Ever. And we did. And we did. And guess what? Now that we finally have. Probably the best three-headed monster in the entire MLB as far as pitching goes with Corbs, Woody, and Freddie. Now we're sitting there going, we're going to blame one pitcher for not making the playoffs? Are you kidding me? What are we doing? Like, seriously, how can you possibly blame one guy for not making the playoffs? Bryce, let me chime in. Only pitches once a week. So arbitration. I just, I can't even fathom it. I mean, arbitration is a little tricky, though. I'm sorry to cut you off there. I know you were ranting, but arbitration is tricky because the team's job. You you needed to cut me off because I was about to go off on. (laughs) Well, the team's job is to sign this player for the lowest possible cost. So they have to argue, hey, this player really isn't worth what he claims he says he is. So they have to give out, no matter how good they think he is, they have to give out reasons why he's not good. And that's why arbitration really does suck because if a deal does get done, the player knows in the back of their mind, hey, my ownership didn't have my back. They were trying to pay me less money. Do they even believe in me? So... It's the last thing you want to do is and, go to arbitration. And Shaw, your, Shaw, your point is totally valid, and you're t- totally right. But they were arguing over – so this is what they settled on. So not even settled. This is what happened. He didn't pass arbitration where he wanted $10.75 million, right? 10.75. The brokers were already going to pay him 10.35. If you're the Milwaukee Brewers, you can't fork over 400k, $400,000. That's like that would be like me saying to you, "I'm not giving you five dollars." <laughs> Wait, that was the difference. The thing that people forget, the thing that people forget about baseball, is that there is no salary cap. There is no salary cap. So, so I can sit here. Like, if you have enough money, you can literally spend, if you wanted to, $12 billion. I mean, that'd be an absurd enough. But you could spend $12 billion if you really wanted to. The Milwaukee Brewers have sat here and said, you know what? We're close, but we're not going to get that close. We're just going to try to sell tickets. We're going to feast off of parking. We're going to sell $14 hot dogs. And we're just going to make a profit. We might make the playoffs. We might not. 
it's just you don't know the things and again i'm not going to go too far into it because this is a st louis podcast it's not a milwaukee brewers or hey Wisconsin you're in the division podcast. we want to hear your perspective well to finish to finish my thought the cardinals should be ecstatic that the brewers are in their division because <laughs> after this year you are literally getting rid of, like after this year there is no Corbin Burns no chance there is no Woodruff no chance Yelich we paid way too much money the one guy we ever thought like we're like oh my god we paid that money no peace sauce so basically <laughs> you have a free ride unless you unless you're worried about the Pirates or the Reds <laughs> or the Poverty Cubs the Cardinals <laughs> Are going to make the Cardinals are going to be the NL Central champions for the next ten years, no questions asked. Wow, because that's a bold take. No, I'm serious. Like this is the last year you have to worry about the Brewers, and then every single year until we're forty, the Brewers might win twenty games. They 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 might go twenty one forty two. They might. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry we're laughing, but we're we're kind of proud of of no, being I, a Cardinal I, fan. I, I, Take I, it for granted. I, if I was a Cardinals fan, I would be ecstatic about what's happening right now because the Brewers are just incompetent. They, they don't know what's happening. Yeah, it it was a battle last year between the Milwaukee Brewers and the St. Louis Cardinals, but I don't know if we'll begin that in the future. Colton Wong still playing up there? No, we let that button go. <laughs> the Hawaiian man, he was in the Padres? Is that where he went? No. I, yeah, I I think he was the Padres, but I... Really? Matt Carpenter yeah, and um, Walker went there as well. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if it was the Padres. I should probably look that up. Cause it... Oh, wait. Is he with the Marlins? Wait, hold on, hold on. He's with the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners. Did the Mariners make the playoffs last year, finally? Yes. Yes, it did. Because, remember, they had, they've got a dude. J-Rod. They've got a dude in uh, J-Rod. Julio. Julio. Rodriguez. Yeah. Dude, that guy, didn't that guy win the, the derby, yeah, right? he won the home run derby, right? Yes, he did. Then we're we're gonna get into some Cardinals spring training news. Um, SEO Roper has a poop scoop for update. And all yeah, the... he wrote this on our doc that we kind of go well, through, well, and I'm very interested. <laughs> in... <laughs> Down in Jupiter, Florida, someone I don't know who, if it was a player, personnel, some old fart, literally shit on the floor of the bathroom floor in spring training. It's and they the have no idea who it is. They in have the no clubhouse? idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's Someone took a shit. They didn't, I guess they couldn't make it to the porcelain toilet. They just decided to shit on the floor. Wait, does this... So, they pulled a packer from the office? Yeah. No, someone <laughs> laid a shit on the floor. We don't know who it was. It's got to be a divisional... Opponent, probably. Pac-Man! <laughs> Pac-Man! <laughs> Hopefully it's not a battle men for the Cardinals this season, but someone definitely shit on the floor. This is uh, breaking news. 
in spring training. We don't know who it is. We don't know. A lot of minor leaguers were taking digs for it. A lot of players were blaming the minor leaguers. And then there's some old Cardinals legends there. Ozzie Smith. Maybe maybe it was the Wizard of Oz. You know what? I'm going to go off on a limb here and say that this is probably just an accident. Someone probably just missed the toilet. Because think about it. If this was a message, if someone was trying to make a statement, they would have put the shit in the bed. Oh, well. You know, like, shit the bed? No, I'm, I'm thinking Ozzy Smith might have tried to do a little backflip in the bathroom and <laughs> might have shit, shit on the floor. Ozzy Smith wasn't wearing his good feet shoes and couldn't make it to the shitter in time. Whatever it is. But that was his uh, little inside. Who had to clean it? Just uh, Some poor janitor, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, we got Mason Wynn and Jordan Walker heating up, gearing up for spring training. And I'm going to give a hot take right here. I say we see at least one of these players in a Cardinal uniform at Bush Stadium. Opening day? Not opening day, but you'll see at least one of them by September. That's so late. <laughs> I would I hope so. By May, someone's got to be injured. Let's say like an early time, man. Not September. Well, hopefully, they need that's, some time. Hopefully, both Paul these... Young's gone by then. Hey, Mo. Mo did say. Mo did say that he's very interested to give Paul DeYoung a look this spring training. He said it on the radio. Of course, he has to say that. He gets paid what, like. Two million or well, his contract's that, ridiculous still. He had that electric season like 2018, 2019, but it's never been able to, Yeah, he's never been able to redo that again. Yeah, never Mason Wynn's gonna take so, his spot. I am curious because just, just being in the NL Central, like the last what four years, it's really come down to the Cardinals and the Brewers, right? Yeah. Right, and uh, obviously I'm not in St. Louis right now. I I have spent breaking news, blues gold. Pavel Buchnevich rebound. What happened? Blues goal. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, I'm curious, like what. The vibe is around the Cardinals because, like, on sports radio, whatever, because, like, it, at least in Wisconsin, it's like, hey, the Cardinals are the only team we have to beat. But yet, no one's happy. Like, everyone's just like, we're screwing everyone over. And I totally agree. But what's going on in St. Louis? Like, is St. Louis saying, like, we've got we've got this thing on lock or what's kind of, what's the vibe down there? The vibe, the vibe down here is, uh, we, we feel really good about our chances to win the central, but we are worried about who's our starting rotation right now. And it's about getting over the hump. Like once you get to the playoffs, I mean, you run into the Mets, run into the Dodgers. Like yeah. We're more worried teams. about big, big, big rostered, Teams. Cardinals are not worried about anyone. This is going to be Wayno's last ride. He's going to ride off into the sunset. We have promising young talent. Nolan Gorman, Dylan Carlson. Look for them to make the next jump this year. Okay. 
I, I mean, I I believe you. I mean, it's so, just a matter of. So it's like it's like you're not worried about the central. Like you're like we're gonna take that home. We take nothing for granted. I don't like this narrative that the Cardinals are gonna run away with it because it's a hundred and sixty-two game season. The Cardinals are gonna lose some games too, but the Cardinals have done a great job year after year of winning series. If you can win two out of one. Or sweep them if it's a four-game series, two and two. If you can split them, Devils yeah. just tied it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think that's fair, honestly. Like, I I I'm a Brewers fan, but I've been to Bush Stadium what four or five times now, and every time I go, I say, I wish we had what they had. You know, like you've got you've got so many banners, you've got. It could be a Tuesday night that place is full. Exactly, and that's why players want to play here. Like Nolan Arenado, he remembers, and Wilson Contreras, our new catcher, they remember when they come to play as in Bush Stadium as in the away team. They see all those players in there on a Tuesday night like you just mentioned, and that's why they're drawn to baseball heaven. Best, best fans in baseball, baby, BFIB. And we do yeah. take it for granted, Bryce. When you were... Saying the Brewers are excited if they don't lose a hundred games. I don't think the Cardinals have lost a hundred games in our lifetime. They definitely have no, not. I, I actually I actually looked it up before I came on here. I think the last time they had a losing season was like I think it was oh three, oh two. That sounds or maybe oh right. one. Wow. It was like early two thousands. Yeah. No, I, I the only seasons I remember um, where I know 07 we struggled. Uh, I don't think it was after the 06 World Series. I don't think we had a good season. And I know recently, uh, when the Cubs dynasty was supposed to go up, it was like after 2017, 2018, when we barely missed the playoffs. What year um, did the Cubs beat, beat us in the playoffs? Uh, probably 2015, 2016. I the Cubs the Cubs won the series in twenty sixteen. Correct. Um I don't know. They definitely had a good roster for the like the following two years because they still had like Rizzo and uh Bryant. Contreras. Contreras. They they had a pretty solid pitching staff, but Schwarber. I don't know, man. Like, they... It, the Cubs are the Cubs. <laughs> that is facts. Hey, Bryce, we appreciate you joining the Lucast on this episode. We hope to be getting you on a lot more. And we want to see some fire tweets from you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I... I, I I am a little bit of an anom- anomaly because what's that word? Anon- anonym- um, anomaly. Anomaly. Anonymy. Anomaly. Anonymy. Anonymy. I think that's the word. <laughs> uh, just because I am from Wisconsin and I'm going to cheer for the Brewers, even though this is a Cardinals podcast, but I really do appreciate you guys having me on. Um, and I'll continue to follow and, and, and watch and watch as we go. 
Alright, thank you, Bryce. Good talking to you, man. See you, bad Bryce. Alright, I, I love all three of you. Hey, cheers. 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 Now that we have the Super Bowl behind us, we can move on to real football. The Battlehawks. They start on Sunday. I think the XFL starts on Saturday, though. But the Battlehawks are playing the... San Antonio, San Antonio Baramas. <laughs> Easy anyone, dub. anyone know what a Barama is? It's a no. type of bull. Oh. Oh. All right, that fits with Texas. Yeah. The type of bull. That is a weird I'm ass sure, logo. I'm sure everyone in the league is saying what's a battle hawk, but they're gonna find out soon enough. Cacall is the law, baby. Is that where we get the famous Sean McCaw name? Sean McCaw does have a little double entendre. <laughs> well, we 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 uh, we changed the C to a K just just for the Battle Hawks. Exactly. I want to give our listeners two players they need to be looking out for this first game on Sunday. All right. One of them is our quarterback, AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron, baby. Old the time, former baby. Alabama quarterback Hold. might be one of the best quarterbacks in the XFL this year. People are ranking him number one. There you go. He's number one. Let me give you a little fun fact on A.J. McCarron. He's the only quarterback in college football history to win two national championship games twice in a row. Well, he's the first. He may not be the only anymore now. No, he is the only. He owns that record. He's the only one? Yes. No one else got back-to-back? I don't think so. No. All right, he's the first and only so far. Wow. Yeah. And also, I would like to say that... I mean, it's coached by Nick Saban. I mean, I think uh, the Battlehawks are clearly a quarterback factory. We had Jordan Tamu and Taylor Heineke, who was winning the Washington football team or Washington Commanders. The former Redskin, former football team commanders. No, we we know him more formally as the Washington football team. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, second player on my list. Wide receiver, Marcel Aitman. Yeah, baby. He played a little bit for the Oakland Raiders, I think. But um, he had more of a prominent college football career. He played at Oklahoma State down in Stillwater. Yep. His senior year in 2017, he caught 59 catches for 1,100 yards with eight tutties. Yep. So he's in his prime, baby. He's in his prime right now. I'm, well... Maybe not in his prime, but he's still got a lot in the tank. Blues did not score. No, I thought Rosen did. Anyways, Marcel Aitman, A.J. McCarron, the dynamic duo of the XFL. Yeah, they are the favorites, according to Vegas, to win the XFL championship. I saw that, and they were favorited by a lot. Yeah, we're plus 400 or something. And the next team was like plus 800. Yeah. What does Vegas know about the Battlehawks that we don't? Dude, I mean, we're electric XFL team. Get ready, guys. I think we have two away games before the first home game at the Dome, right? We no, we have on. we have no. four. No, three what? away games. Three. Three, three, three away games, and I think the first game is like March 18th. No, March 12th. March 12th. Sorry. I'm throwing the, off. the BS flag on that one. Look it up, dude. It's well, terrible. I'm, I'm they don't. It they should. They should have. It should have started in St. Louis. We had the best crowd. We had the best, most viewings, 
in the XFL as as a franchise, and they're not having a one of their first games in St. Louis. Are they crazy? <laughs> it's wow. probably got nothing to do with the XFL. It probably has everything to do with whatever Steadily. conventions that the are Dome going on has booked that weekend. Uh, scheduling. Um, but it's all right. There's gonna be some Battle Hawks too. It's all Torp. Torp. But I'm looking forward to some Battlehawks tailgates. Uh, we're definitely going to be getting some Stan Crocky pinatas and beheading that fucking bastard <laughs> uh, before the games and getting wit. Um, maybe some fuck Stan Crocky chants going on. I can't wait to go over to DraftKings on the east side, place my bets, and then take the Metrolink over to the dome right there. That's so that, the Wu-Cast ride right there. That's the plan right there. If anyone's listening, we're going to be tailgating in the DraftKings parking lot. Come find us. Get your best place. And then we're going to get a rowdy train ride across the river back. We got to get some... I, I Because obviously I'm a European and or MLS soccer fan. I want to get some... XFL like Battlehawk chance other than Kaka obviously. <laughs> but like maybe Kaka like, is the law. Get some, get some like Battlehawk chance like with AJ McCarron or like just involve like we'll save the some, football chance for the football. Yeah. Yeah, or, or see, but, but then speaking of St. Louis City, we got a big day tomorrow. Away kits. Our away kit is dropping and STL Roper has the sources that I and I could be wrong tomorrow. I could be wrong. But I do have a source that has said that it's going to be the arch, like, steel gray color with maybe a mixture of the Croatia checkered pattern. Oh, my God. They're finally throwing the checkers into it? Yeah. I mean, I was given with the Perina sponsorship, I think. Is there an MLS team that has a style jersey like that? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. Wow. Dude, that's gonna that's gonna be huge. That's definitely gonna get some sales going. I'm glad I never bought the home kit because if that's the case for this one, I'm gonna get away kit. Uh, I think. I already have the home kit. Probably gonna get the away kit too. I'll probably get the away kit if it has checkers on it. That's one thing they missed with the home kit. Well, I mean, well, the home kit is too pink. I just the, or city red. City red, dude. It's not pink. It's pink. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's city red. I don't like the yellow they put in with the it. electric yellow, dude. I it's like the, that. It's they part just of the went. flag. That's why I think I'm no. gonna like the wake it better. I it's hate be... that take. That's obviously you can't you can't have the red like carnal red. You have to differentiate some way. So when it's uh, car carnals and St. Louis City game day. People can't just stroll in from Bush Stadium wearing Carnal Red. Why like, not? That's exactly what I no, would do. That would, no, no, because that's against the brand. They gotta sell their own colors and differentiate. So I appreciate it. I, and Carolyn Kindle Betts, it's a female majority ownership. So you think she, she had her the favorite colors pink? This? Obviously, she wore pink to that press conference and was she owns the team, so I guess she can do what she wants. Absolutely. So that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm excited uh, for this team to finally take the field, take the pitch. First game for City, February twenty fifth, second fifth against Austin FC. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Well, 
we probably will announce on Twitter wherever we'll be watching it. Some bar. Be at some oh, bar. I want to be downtown next to that freaking stadium. For yeah, the first away match? There's going to be some stadiums opening soon. Or bars, I mean, opening soon by the stadium. I want to be downtown in the mix. I want to be there in the mix with people. For the, the home game, yeah. And for the away game. The first away game against Austin. The inaugural game. Yeah. I'm excited. They're both, aren't there both new teams? No, they played last year, two years ago. They have a St. Louis guy on their defense who played for the Billikens, Kip Keller. Oh. Real goal. Breaking news. Blues. Blues? <laughs> who scored? <laughs> Blues are buzzing. Kyru. Kyru. Hey, uh, well, wait, is this Austin's FC's first year? Just making sure. No, they played before. last year. Oh. Last year. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be but Sacramento. They, but they're building. With us, uh, but they fell through, which means that it's going to be an odd number MLS teams. Wait, what? Why'd they fall through? It was, they had an owner back out, and they had, like, a very wealthy owner. And it was going to pay for like everything, but he backed out, I guess. I don't remember. Wait, so the MLS awarded expansion franchises to St. Louis and Sacramento at the same correct. time? Correct. That is correct. There was rumors and rumblings of San Antonio getting a expansion team, but I guess they're going to have to wait some years. But, yeah. I just want to let, let you guys know that. So is St. Louis the only team that's starting next year? Correct. Charlotte FC was last year. They debuted, and I guess has Austin been in? They played two, two years, years I think. Yeah, that sounds right. I know Charlotte; they are in their second year. I that need to fact. look this up. Okay, uh, producer Pat. I think Cincinnati started the same year as Charlotte. No, they started the same year as Austin. Two years ago. Founded in 2018. Wow, that's misleading because the city was founded in. Before COVID. But they began last season. Austin so FC was last year. With the founded years. Okay, so they played last season. That was their first year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. And they, yeah, they built a brand new stadium, which is pretty cool. I have to give it to them. Where? In Austin. It's in central Austin. <laughs> yeah, they don't have any football stadiums there. No, they do not. Other no. than the University of Texas. My buddy Christian was telling me, shout out Christian, the Chicago Fire used to play in Soldier Field. Correct. And they moved out to the Burbs. They yeah. played in Toyota Park. I don't know how far away that was from downtown. But then they got bought out, and the most recent owner said, fuck this, we're moving them back downtown. And he brought them back to Soldier Field. Oh, good. Hey. So potential road trip this year? Yeah, maybe? it is a road trip. I know we City for at sure Soldier play Field. at Chicago. I think yeah. they Big don't stadium. come here, so I would love that. Take a train ride, Chicago. Get some chance going. The City's whole train biggest ride rival is going to be is it Chicago or KC? Supporting KC, I or think. maybe Nashville. No, I think Nashville because they're a newer team. No, or it's it's team? it's gonna be supporting KC. We've already kind of built a rival that way. Oh, oh yeah, we're in the Western supporting? Conference. We're in the Western Conference. Sporting, supporting KC. <laughs> sporting Kansas City Wizards. Shout out to Kansas City Wizards. Actually, used to like that name, but now it's Sporting KC. But that's definitely gonna be our rival. We're in the Western Conference for a reason. I think they kept us in the Western Conference 
to make sure that we have that rivalry with Sporting KC, which who we play three times this oh, season. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So Chicago and Nashville are in the East? Correct. Which sucks because that means that we're going to have a lot of West away Coast. games, West Coast times, like against Portland Timbers, Seattle Sounders, late games. Like even the like home games, a lot of them start like at 730. And I guess that's because of the Western Conference teams we're going to be playing against. So that way they can stay up and watch or they'll have like a decent time to watch the games. I want some day games. Yeah, I think there's a few. Games. There's a few like twelve thirty here and there, but mostly that's mostly at night. It. Yeah, yeah, they are mostly at night. Hmm. I'm just gonna try to find a good weekend. I'm gonna catch a Cardinals game, City game, or Blues Battle Hawks, Battle Hawks City. I'm hitting at least two games in one day, one weekend. I don't know what teams I'm seeing, but I'm going to two games. So for this week's draft, since we just had on. Our buddy B. Graham from Wisconsin and Blues fan base who lives in Denver. We're going to do best tourist attractions in case any out-of-towners are coming to STL soon. We're going to give you some best spots to go visit when you're in town. So Pat's going to do the randomizer. Uh, Shaw, you're always number two. Rope, you're always number what? Rope, what, what number you want? You always pick one or three. And you're I always want two. No, I'm two. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll go three. All right. Good luck. Wait, do we have rope? Talk rope. Hello. Yeah, we have rope. All right. This uh, man over here is doing research on best attractions <laughs> in St. Louis. I'm just I, Well, because you guys are going to fucking steal mine. I'm probably going to get third. I have 100,000 places for yeah. you guys to go visit. Yeah, I don't even ever. I never do research for this draft, and Roper is the only one that actually does, and he still loses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, who won the last one? Who won the last one? That best appetizer? I don't think I've ever won a draft, yeah. to be honest. No. Yeah, Shaw, Shaw's draft win. wins. People vote for me. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, you want number three rope? I'll take number one. All right, randomizer, can you please pick a number between one and three, Siri? The random number is two. Let's go. You want one or two, rope, for the second pick? Two. Hey, Siri, pick a number between one and two. It's one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start and then back. Yeah, we'll snake it back. We will snake it back. All right, Shaw, you're up first. For my first overall pick, I'm not going to go with the basic tourist attraction, what everyone always sees, what you think of when you go to St. Louis. The number one spot you need to go visit in St. Louis, and I'm going to take the whole place so no one else can take any of the other locations inside. You gotta go visit Forest Park. It's one of the best parks in the country. Wait. The hold second on. biggest. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does this include like anything in Forest Park? Anything Forest anything Park. in Forest so, Park. The zoo. The no, art museum. Oh, the that, history museum. This is as whack as the fucking airbud pick. <laughs> this nope. is whack. I took Forest Park with the no. first overall pick. That's a good pick. Wow. Best Dad. recreation spots. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod. I love riding my bike. I got a super nice road bike. I love riding around the city. And Forest Park has great trails all the way around the entire park. Love it. It's a good pick. And most of the things in there are free. 
Zoo, free. Muni has free seats. Yeah. History Museum, free. free. Art, Art Museum, Museum is free. free. Up until a point. I mean, you can go to those places and pay to go to an extra exhibit or something. Right, but, but you're not getting much. free. Yeah, St. Louis does do free pretty well. So but... if you're not trying to spend money, if it's a nice day, you just want to be outside, see some cool things, go Forest to... Park it's is the, place. the spot you want to go to. Um, My first overall pick, it's the generic one. It's the Big Arch, baby. It's, I mean, someone has to take it. I have to take it. Yeah, it's 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 our icon. When was the last time you were actually in the top of the arch, though? I, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> have you? They redid everything down there, like a year or two. No. What do I they redo? Before. They have a whole new museum in there now. They have a whole new entrance. You don't go down by where the legs are anymore. You go around to the yeah front yeah of... yeah yeah I w- I've I've been down there. They made a whole new museum down there. It's more kids. Yes, they redid yeah, it's, all that. it's super t- like tech friendly now, and uh, also like it's all brand new. Like under the arch, they used to have like a little museum under the arch, and then you go up the arch. But now they like they made everything. They read yeah. It's 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 kind of it's really nice. If you yeah. haven't been down in the arch and you live in St. Louis. Haven't been down there in the last five or ten years. Go and visit the arch. Yeah, a free weekend because it is beautiful down there. They covered the top of the highway over on forty four fifty five right, right there, and you can walk all the way from underneath the arch all the way across the grass to the old courthouse. Wow. So yeah, I'm going with the arch. All right, I'm gonna go with Bush Stadium. That has 3.32 million people as of 2022 visiting yearly. That's only the second behind the Los Angeles Dodgers, which has 3.86 million. But for a small market city like St. Louis, that's pretty big for us getting 3.32 million people coming into Bush Stadium. It's a great, great stadium known as Baseball Heaven. And I just think it's the best in MLB. No, it's a great pick. Because that is when a... people come to St. Louis, they usually tell them, you got to see the arch and you got to go to a Cardinals game. Right. So you guys nailed it with those two picks. All right. Rope, your second overall pick? My second overall pick? I'm going to go with the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. That's a good pick. Which for free, you can go and take a tour. Oh, no, it's, it's not free anymore. There's a free tour. There's a free tour. They're not giving you any samples, though. Yeah, they're they don't. Yeah, they don't give you samples on their free tour anymore. What? Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> what is it? COVID shit? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking COVID inflation. Back in 2019, this thing was free. That's, yeah, they changed it. Ran for a new episode. That much... shit was free. It was a free beer. I actually um uh, went on a tour. It was a ten dollar. Uh, paid tour. It was like a beer fresh tour, and you got like four beers throughout the tour. Even got like Michelob Golden White. Damn, pretty, pretty fucking dope. It's a good deal. I have had the VIP tour. Oh well, <laughs> you have an all cool that that worked there. So yeah, congrats. I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you guys this, but I've never done a Budweiser tour in Azure Bush. Wow, wow. you need you need to go. Wait, have you not even been for uh, also? Another uh, awesome way to visit the brewery 
is during Christmas time when they have all the lights. I've been there with Pat's family, my own family. Yeah. Um, it's a great. You get to see all the Christmas lights. You get to see the Clydesdales. Yeah, they have a little parade for the kids. It's really nice. Yeah, it's a fun time. Yeah, one one year they had an ice rink where you can go ice skating on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's basically they just opened open the brewery grounds for some lights that you can look at. That's so. all right. Yep. And all right, that's why I'm going to have them as my pick. I am going to take a food stop that you got to stop by. And it's uh, number one ice cream in the world, Ted Drew's. Frozen wow. custard. Frozen wow. custard. Not ice cream. Sneak around to me. And didn't sneak around. It is frozen custard, my mistake, but it is ranked the, the the world's best frozen custard in the whole, like... In the universe. In the universe. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's right here in our hometown. Home city. A lot of famous people have stopped by there. I know John McCain, Sarah Palin, presidents, and maybe Obama. I don't know. We could look up famous, ten, famous Ted Drew's um, attendance, but... Yeah, that is the best frozen custard on the planet. Yeah, can't beat it. That's a perfect date. It's been rated the best, so we're obviously going to take that to heart. Um, Another Christmas uh, little date you can take a woman of your choosing to is going to Ted Drew's. And then Candy Cane Wayne is right down the street. Yeah, You can eat your ice cream and... uh, Slowly just drive through Candy Cane Lane and look at lights. It's a great date spot. Shaw? My second pick is the best museum in St. Louis that is not a museum. We've mentioned it before on the pod, and it is the City Museum. Dang it. I was going to choose that next. The City Museum, the ultimate (laughs) playground for children or adults. Giant slide, Ferris wheel on top of the building, jungle gyms everywhere. I mean, what's not to love about the city museum? It's definitely kid-friendly, but it's more... They do have fun stuff for adults as well. So... Yeah. I- Just think of what a crazy mind an artist has and go to the city museum and you see their minds just, like, go berserk. <laughs> that's basically what the city museum is. And it's a huge-ass jungle gym that's built into this old city building... And it's it's uh, it's it was one of my favorite spots to stop when I was a when I was a kid, and I would love to go back for one of their cool events that they do. I haven't been there in a while, but I think I remember during COVID they were doing late night Friday and Saturday night right events for adults like eleven twelve o'clock staying open. So yeah. I don't know if they still do things like that, but that would... They do... No, they're doing events. Like, uh, I saw on Instagram they were doing some uh, cool photo ops that you can do through events. So, uh, kind of like a selfie selfie museum. That's what they were doing recently that I saw. So, they do cool little events. I can't remember his name, but do you guys... Um, have you ever heard of Cementland? No. So... Mm. I can't remember the creator of City Museum, but whoever that guy was, he bought this vacant lot in North County, North City, kind of near the river. 
Right. And it was an abandoned cement factory. And he was making another city museum up there. And he was working one day by himself. And he got ran over by a bulldozer. He fell off of a tall building or something and died. And now it's an abandoned area. And you can go and climb around in there. Though I wouldn't suggest doing that. Because I think they have a lot of security. And you might get hurt. Oh. But... I mean, it's my, my last pick, right? Yeah, so wrap up your picks over there. So with my last pick, I'm going to go with a tourist hotspot, a Shaw staple, right around the corner from my house. It's the Botanical Gardens. Uh... They just spent a boatload of money building a brand new visitor center. If you drive down Shaw, Bill, Shaw Boulevard right by um, World Fair Donuts, you can see it. Big, beautiful glass building. I haven't personally went in there myself because I think it's kind of pricey to go in there. It's not free at the Botanical Gardens. Mm. But if you're a tourist, they have a cool, I don't even know what you call that thing. Oh, the glass sculpture thing. Another great The glass dome where they have all the... Yeah, it's a greenhouse, basically. Endorsed. I guess the greenhouse has got a cooler name than that, I think. But... Endorsed by SEO Roper, another great Planetarium? There you go, planetarium. Planet, planetarium. Or yeah. wait, no, or is that the one at the, the science, science center? center? Which is part of your forest park bullshit. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. That's so dumb. <laughs> All, right. All right, to wrap up my picks, we got the entire forest park. We have whack the city museum and the Missouri Botanical Gardens. Pat, let's hear your last pick. Well, a lot of my picks have been taken already, so I have to think. But let's hear some in the county. The county? No, no. I, I got one. I got one in the county. All right. God damn it, these taste fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another little art p- spot that you can go kind of walk around. Lumiere Sculpture Park. I like that. <laughs> it's a quiet place. Didn't take mine. It's in the. It's in the. It's in the suburbs. I think. Kind of forget yeah, where it's, it's in at. Kirkwood, uh, Sunset. Yeah, Hills. you know, if you ever want to see a weird sculpture that your kids can climb on, go there. And if you want to just waste kid energy, that's a cool spot. It's I a like cool that. little park where you can hang out with family, throw a frisbee, and look at weird sculptures. All right. And they have little good hiking trails. That's a good spot to go. Very close to SL Kalachi in Sunset Hills. Right. Kalachi's from Shout out Kalachi. Shout out Kalachi. All right. Is that rough paper picks? Uh, my my picks were the Ted Drews, Lumiere Sculpture Park, and uh, the Arch. arch. Yeah, your first overall pick. Yeah, that big old arch. The big old gateway to the west. And All right, hold on, one more arch tidbit. <laughs> when you drive past the arch and you're from St. Louis, you do say every time, "Oh, there's the arch." Oh, look, there's the arch. Even if you don't say it out loud, you, you say, say it in your head. head. <laughs> Damn, there's that arch. All right, well. To wrap up another successful draft by SL Roper, even though I was the third pick, I'm going to finish out in the county. I'm going to go with the historic Grant's Farm. USS Grant's Farm. That's a good pick. Because if you can't go to the St. Louis Zoo, which is arguably the best zoo in the country, I guess behind San Diego Zoo, which costs money. Um, Grant's Farm only costs money in the park. Which you can do if you're not lazy, you can park for free or by the Afton baseball fields. But anyways, uh, there's some historic uh, little tidbit for you. 
Um, when Adolphus Bush and, uh, you know, obviously the brewery family owned Grant's Farm, um, Horse and Boogie was a hot commodity uh, for some buggy for, for Adolphus Bush <laughs> back boogie-ing. in the day. <laughs> they um, were boogie. <laughs> down gravel. Uh, and you know what Adolphus Bush would do? He'd wake up early in the morning. He would take his horse and buggy to the halfway point. <laughs> buggy. Um, uh, to the Bevo Mill. He's buggying and, and boogieing. And have, uh, <laughs> breakfast, brunch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, stop there for breakfast. And he would go down to the brewery, and then uh, when he would travel back on horse and buggy, he would stop there for dinner, <laughs> and then uh, head home to Grant's farm, his farm, and uh, it's a great, great place to feed the um, goats with the milk, and great time to have beer. So yeah, Grant's farm. So wrap up your picks. Wrap us. up my picks. Um, Bush Stadium, the brewery. And Grant's farm. So you went all Anheuser Busch. Yeah. Matt <laughs> St. Louis for you. Good baby. picks. Good picks. Oh, I'm winning this draft again. So we're going to post all of our picks on Twitter. We need you guys listening to go and vote. We need to know who has the best St. Louis attractions. And Steel Roper. You're welcome. Producer Pat. Come on. I mean, I took the entire Forest Park and that. Yeah, funny story there. about you. You said the zoo was second best. That is false. We it was re ranked, and we are the best zoo in in the United States. Yeah. We's ranked I'm at number good. one. We, yeah, I, I hope there's some respect in the same zoo. Yeah. We deserve to be number one. We're free, <laughs> yeah. especially if you park for free down the street and you can walk. So yes, vote on uh, who had the best STL attraction draft. And throw us a follow too while you're on our Twitter and page. Go to Grand Spark. Uh, Lucas314. We're going to wrap things up with a little OTROT. We have a big weekend in St. Louis, but I won't speak anymore. Roper, start us off. Yeah, we got uh, the Mardi Gras parade in Seward on Saturday. It's going to be Grand a Grand parade. Uh, we're going to be wearing our Lucas sweatshirts or T-shirts and repping the Lucas, so be on the lookout for us. Uh, we'll be getting crunk. For those of you who have never been down to Mardi Gras, it is a scene. It is electric. We went last year was my first time ever down there, and I was bewildered by <laughs> yeah. the amount of people just in the streets just walking around. It's Thousands crazy. People. We're putting a drinking back in St. Louis as as it should be. Best drinking city in. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Piss responsibly. Mm. Drink responsibly. Don't piss on the streets. Piss in a porter potty, and if you can't find a porter potty, maybe back behind a dumpster or something. You might be all right. In the alleys. <laughs> in the alleys. The alleys are not the streets. Okay. Yeah. Anything else on Mardi oh, Gras? Funny Mardi, funny Gras? Mardi Gras story. Um, Hold on. My buddy in a group chat today was spelling Mardi Gras M A R T Y. So Marty is having a party this weekend. Mar- go to Marty's party. Marty's party in Seward. We're going to be going all day. Who's the, who's the performer this year? They had Shaq last year. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I know, uh, shout out Jess. She's coming up from Nashville. She'll be she'll be in attendance. Ooh. And shout out Blues. Blues got a day game against Colorado at home. That same day? Saturday, yeah. <laughs> oh. Battle. So I don't know. Downtown will be... Popping. I don't know if I'll remember that one. 
<laughs> Anything else on Mardi Gras? Uh, just starting early, getting down to the parade. Um, Who are you open to see in the parade? Uh, I don't know, anyone. Uh, last year we had a guy asking us if we could <laughs> block him from... <laughs> he was doing some key bumps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully... Hey, oh. Mardi Gras, anything goes. Anything happens. Anything goes. What happens in Mardi Gras? Stays in Mardi Gras. Stays in Mardi Gras. Feeds. My OTROT this week, I'm going to need everyone to put on your Joe Rogan woke helmets. Oh, we're woke, baby. Stay woke. It's train crash in Ohio last week in East Palestine. It's on the border between Ohio and Pennsylvania. It was a train crash, and it had these chemicals in it. I don't know exactly what it was called, but it's used to make PVC pipe, some type of plastic, and it... The train crashed, it leaked everywhere, and the fire department decided to do a controlled burn. And those are all those pictures you're seeing of the really dark clouds and the dark smoke going up into the air. And there's been a lot of reports of thousands of fish dying, cattle, horses, dogs, and cats dying within a 10-mile radius. People are afraid to go back to their homes. No, yeah, they're they're calling it like the modern-day Chernobyl. Yeah. Wow. And wow. I don't think the media's given it enough attention as it should. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. So No, it's been really quiet on the back burner, just on the news in the last week or so. But people need to be talking about this because that's freaking crazy. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah, there's cancerous toxics, tox- toxicity in the air. Can't be breathing that shit in. Anyways, yeah. that's all I got about that. There's not much more to Yeah, say. it's kind of a sad story, yeah. to be honest. Pat, wrap us up with OTROT. Uh... My OTROT is going to be a little more on the happier side. We need it. Music's back at the Forest Park, baby. We're having a new music festival coming. It's called The Evolution. So not the not the Lufest anymore? N- the, uh, Lufest got bankrupt. Ooh. Ooh. Lufest on the hot seat. Lufest on the hot seat. But uh, they've already announced some big names. Like the the Black Keys, the Black Crows, and even Ice Cube himself. Okay. Wow. Um, they also have uh, some. I think they're gonna have a lot of STL city band, uh, like local bands, local bands, and stuff like that. That's mainly what the music festival is all about. So. Good. You guys ever been to a concert at Forest Park? Um, Listen to the Woo Fest when I was playing golf at the Highlands. <laughs> so you were playing golf, and there was a music festival going on. Oh, absolutely! So you could hear the music all the way from over there. Yeah, the Highlands Priorities. Was right next to it. Priorities, yeah. people. Wow. Gotta work on we the golf went to game. Pat. Did you come to the concert with us um, for the VP parade on the Fourth of July? Negative. At Ballpark Village. Negative. You came, wasn't it? Oh it was, yeah, um, Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Oh, yeah, that ballpark even, village. It was pretty nice. I didn't even meet up with you guys until after the show. You guys even you guys weren't even there. I was. You were up in the mosh pit. Oh, absolutely. It was the third eye blind. That had to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, third eye blind has a good mosh. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> All right, wrapping things up here. Blues are up three to two. Jack Hughes is looking sad in the booth. He's not playing tonight for the Devils. Ah. You guys think the Blues hold on and win this game? Yes, I sir. Hope so. But we had a great episode, didn't we, boys? We did. We had Blues fan base on. Gave some good insight. Off the air, you guys didn't hear, I don't think. 
Blues fan base predicted a win tonight. He said it was mystery bobblehead night at Enterprise. Right. Plus, Jack Hughes was out. Jack Hughes was out, so I think the Blues hold on and win this game. Shout out, Blues fan base. You made it this far. Love to having you on. And shout out, B. Graham. He's been running our Twitter for us. We appreciate that. He's hired. (laughs) He gave us some great insight on what a Brewers fan is thinking. Yep. Check us out at uh, Lucas314 on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, We will be posting more on Instagram. And we're starting to get a YouTube channel to maybe go into videos. So look out for stuff in the future. Like, subscribe, and comment. (laughs) And if you see us at Mardi Gras this weekend, come up and say hi. Yeah, let us know you're listening. Maybe buy you a free beer. Yeah, maybe. You show us you're following us on Spotify. I will buy you two beers. Wow. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. If you see (laughs) STL Roper and his Lucas sweatshirt, he'll buy you two beers. Does that mean you'll buy me two beers? No, they have to show that you're following us on Spotify. I'll show you. Okay. Maybe <laughs> when I say buy you two beers, maybe I'm... Someone that you don't know. Someone you don't know, yeah. Maybe one for myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountain.